Matt Money Smith here from the Petros and Money Show saying a big what up Utes to all of you listening right now on KU Radio. This is Joey Diaz and you're listening to All You Radio. You're beautiful, baby. Thank you for your time, guys. I love you guys. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ear and listen to OU Radio. Live every Tuesday night from 6 to 9 p.m. or catch it after on demand at KUradio.org. And it hurts so good. Hello and welcome to All Ute Radio with your hosts, Rebecca and Sasha. Hello, Becca. Hello, world. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to do radio today. We've got some good people coming in. Oh, we have the contributor and photojournalist Nick Marks of Big Shiny Robot coming in. Talk comics, talk comic cons. Nerds, talk geeks. Geek stuff, podcasts, all kinds of stuff. Secret service. Yeah. We have P. Rama, Patrick Ramirez. And Andy Gold. And Andy Gold, two fantastic comics coming in. They will be uh, doing comedy for everyone at West yeah. Valley. Andy Gold, Thursday. Thursday, 7.30. The great Marty Archibald will be opening for him. Who we've had on the show quite Who's a bit. Who's part of all Ute Radio. Who is he's just the news hi- guy. He's just hiding from us. And then we have uh, Patrick opening up for the great Rob Schneider on Friday. Wise Guys West Valley. So go laugh. Turn your tears and frowns into smirks and smiles, because that's what they'll do for you. Sad news in the Salt Lake City community early Monday morning. We lost a great comic. Spencer Gardner passed away. A lot of people know him. I had the privilege of knowing him just a little bit. I wouldn't call us friends, but I feel really bad because he was supposed to come on OU Radio, and I waited too long, and now he's no longer on this earth. Funny man, hard worker. So why don't we just play one of his bits? We'll go to break, and when we get back, we'll have Big Shiny Robot in. So we appreciate you. Remember, All Ute Radio is in is every Tuesday, Thursday, from 6 to 9 p.m. here at KU Internet Radio. And uh, mad love to Spencer Gardner. You're taken far too early in this world. So here's this clip. Uh, eye candy is a weird term. Right? Like, because candy is bad for you, but a good-looking person is just, just good. Uh, I mean, unless you compare yourself to them, then don't do that. That's not healthy. You guys are all beautiful people. Um, I think. Yeah, yeah, it checks out. Um, <laughs> I think the opposite, though, is like, eye vegetables, right? That's an ugly person. Because, like, 
It makes sense because vegetables are good for you, and like uh, looking at an ugly person makes your eyes stronger because they have to do little eye sit-ups to, to focus on the mess that's in front of you. And you're like yelling at him like a personal trainer, like, come on, I thought you eyes were supposed to have balls. And you're like, no, no, we are balls. We don't have them. <sighs> I love vegetables, though. I think vegetables are like mouth versions of eye candy. I call them mouth eye candy. <laughs> Hi, it's Roxy Bernstein. You can catch me on ESPN, Pac-12 Network, so working with the Swing in Oakland A's. And you've got it dialed into Ole Ute Radio. Back to the show. Jackson. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your beautiful mouth, Sasha. <laughs> oh, in the coming hour, we have the great Patrick Ramirez, P. Rama, and Andy Gold. <laughs> going to be setting it off this weekend in Wise Guys in West Valley and in West, or in uh, Ogden. So we'll get into that. We'll give the plugs out then. In studio, we still have the great Big shiny robots, Nick Marks, alumnus of the U. Hello, sir. Oh, hi. I'm really hoping that we have that first 40 minutes uh, of audio that we did. But if not, it's all good. Uh, oh. Things happen when I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> but we have our, engi- our engineer uh, doing good work for us. Yeah, yeah it's so. like creepy. It's like watching the ghost work the computer. It's the NSA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's recap. What is Big Shiny Robot, sir? Uh, Big Shiny Robot is a local independent geek news website. We are beholden to no one but our readers. <laughs> no corporate overloaders. <laughs> I like that. Less corporate's a good thing. Exactly. Do you like working in the corporate world now? No. No. No, not at all. I'm actually trying to get out, but... <laughs> good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how that goes, sir. If I could make Big Shiny Robot my full-time job, I'd be the happiest person alive. Do you love it? Yeah. I mean, we've all been doing it for... I looked it up the other day. I think our first article was like February 14th, 2008. And uh, yeah, I've been doing that. February 14th? Yeah. You started on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Just You're lonely like, geeks. <laughs> ain't got no girlfriends. We're starting yeah. Big Shiny Robot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been doing it for free that whole time. 
We're just trying to build it up. Have you been getting advertising at all or anything like that? I mean, yeah, we have sponsors. Nice. Um, we're actually working on a new one that involves beer, which makes me really happy. <laughs> um, and we just partnered with SuperheroStuff.com. They're helping that? us out. It's just like they sell like... Costumes? Probably. <laughs> uh, they sell like... My first thing I bought was a uh, Ninja Turtles coffee mug. <laughs> Ninja mug. Um, and you know we've got uh, secret compass collectibles in Denver that sell like the really fancy like um, figures Ooh. the really 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 nice ones they're awesome and uh, stuff. yeah we and Dr. Volts they're one of our advertisers good old Dr. Volts comics and just working with partnerships like our big thing has always been building a geek community so like with the pub quiz and with yeah, the movie night. So Wednesday nights, Lucky 13. At Lucky 13? Best burgers in the state. Outside of my barbecue at my house. Yeah. Well, yes. Sorry. Best but, uh, public <laughs> burgers in the state. Um, but yeah, uh, Wednesday nights, usually I think they start around 8 o'clock. Uh, the Big Shiny Geek Show pub quiz hosted by Shannon Barnson of Geek Show Podcast and Brian Young of Big Shiny Robot. So Wednesdays? Yeah, every Wednesday night. Becca? Yes? We have to go. I, I want That's to. in between We've shows. We've been wanting to for like uh, uh, What type of team do Beck and I need? Is there room for Beck and I? There is always room. Nice. And there's always people that like could use more people on their team. So if you just, you two can go and be a team. Or if you wanted to grab three other people and be a team of five, which is the limit. Well, we have to because I got my Pac-12 degree on a fluke. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a smart man. <laughs> I know a lot of useless crap. Just say, because, I mean, you don't just have – it's not just geek trivia. Um, okay. There's, you know, I, the last time I went, my tattoo artist got us in the second place by his knowledge of James Bond – theme songs <laughs> he knew every damn band and every, every movie single one. i was blown away i mean he had the music knowledge that put us through but yeah there's there's questions on geeks on movies um the great late jeff vice used to write a sports round that would drive any sports fan crazy <sighs> especially if you weren't a red sox fan Oh, and we're not. <laughs> Except for New Boston Matt. New he Boston d- Matt is gone to Boston for the summer. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it will be get stuck we there. Hear it. We hear it. All you New Boston are not Red Sox. Fans. New Boston Matt does uh, the sports shows for KU Internet Radio. He's a he's a yeah. good guy, but not he, good taste. He's got Poor awful taste. taste. Yes. He could have got you through the, the sports rounds. Listen. And there's a music round. Shannon always does a really good music round of just he'll. You have to figure out, like, a really cheesy lounge singer, what he's covering, things like that. Just great stuff. It's always fun. It's always packed. And there's always people. I think, like, the two times that I've taken first place, it was with a hodgepodge team of people I didn't know. Do you get free drinks or do you get a burger? That is illegal in Utah, sir. Oh, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's all, f- I mean, the food, drinks are not free. Well, wait the a minute. The quiz is free. How are they able to do these pokers at all these bars? Because I've played those and you get drinking vouchers if you win. Vouchers. If you vouchers. win. So do you get vouchers it's like a prize. Uh, if you win? No, they give away different prizes, okay. varying prizes, and you also get a trophy that you oh. have to bring back the next week. It's a oh. big, huge trophy signed oh. by everybody. They we gotta get you a, down. We gotta get a trophy selfie, Becca. And then I'll steal it. <laughs> we're, we're gonna build a crew I'll here it at the KU. Great Salt Lake. <laughs> no, just kidding, I'll bring it back and then I'll win every week. <laughs> we will uh in the next month we will have a crew there. Do we just show up or is there online sign up? No, nope, just show up. 
what put time? your team together. Uh, I believe it usually starts at eight o'clock, but show up early and get a table, especially in the summertime with it being all nice outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the baseball crowds and Yes, exactly. But and there's tracks right there, which is open invitation to all our listeners. Yes. We'll let you know what week we're gonna be there. Yes. We Come need to get we need to get Garen on this team. Yes. Yeah, Only know. if you know some stuff. <laughs> it's okay if it's weird stuff, because I'm sure we'll all mention it. And know together. that you're severely handicapped by me being on it, but I will be the team drinker. <laughs> there'll so. be something there'll be some topic that comes up where we'll be like Sasha. Help Everybody's got please. their one. <laughs> so how'd you get into super booting at Comic Con and Fantasy Con? That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, we, I mean, there's a con happening in Salt Lake. You got to get in on that. Yes. So for the original con, we had a small booth, just a small little table. And I took so many pictures and talked to so many people. Mm -hmm. It was so much fun. Like we had a blast. We were talking to everybody and I was taking pictures of everybody's costumes. Mm -hmm. And then they announced Fanex. We're like, all right, let's get a little bigger. So, uh, Lucas, the co-founder of Big Shiny Robot, got out in his garage and built a PVC booth for us that towered up at about 15 feet in the I've air. I've seen photos of those. Yeah. yeah. So he built that, and based on that, we decided to go real big in September. So for the upcoming Comic-Con, things are going to be big. We're looking at a big booth with lots of people, and you're definitely going to want to come by and get your picture taken. I want to get my picture taken. Uh, what, what are your thoughts about Comic-Con going... Is it biannually they're doing it? I don't now? think they're going to continue doing that. I hope um, Rumor is that they only did the Fanex because originally they had a bunch of Star Trek people booked, and then Patrick Stewart went and got married, and everybody canceled. Ah. So all of a sudden they could get all these Star Trek people back, and that was the main focus of Fanex is Star Trek, and they had like a special event with just Star Trek people talking. And I think that's the only reason they did Fanex. So I don't. I think it'll just continue being the one time a year. Do you know Danny Powers from the U? She's a EAE girl, cosplay extraordinaire, costume and makeup designer. Maybe if I saw her. Here, come over here. Come, come take a, a look. Field trip while I sit yes. here. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do recall talking to her at Fanex. She's um, so amazing. Arsebot just calls her Lady Deadpool. And he always talks about Lady Deadpool and how awesome Lady Deadpool is. That's what she goes by. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, uh, I'm sure we talked to her. We talked to so many people that it hurt. Popular. What is your feeling on cosplay? Because I have a theory here. I think there's a big tie between the porn industry and <laughs> cosplay. It's because it's softcore porn. Yeah. A lot of people love, like, if you see, we talked to the professional cosplay girls for a while just to talk to them about how they make their costumes, why they do it, about people thinking they aren't actually nerds, mm-hmm. which all those girls definitely were. Yeah, please. Huge I'm going to be a colleague next time. And uh, about harassment, about people harassing them like, "Oh, you're wearing skimpy clothes. That means I have consent to harass you." You know, people are just jerks, but I started doing it, man. I got my Ghostbusters costume. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it sucked me in, man. Pulls you in. Uh, Lucas, the co-founder, he's got his whole proton pack built up. Everything, handmade, all of it. Shut up. People get into it and they make this stuff and it's awesome. And I mean, there is the whole, there's the porn side to everything. Mm-hmm. There is the porn side to absolutely everything. And cosplay. It's a rule. It is rule 34. There's, there's actual, Danny was telling us there's, there's these weird rules with no touch rules and certain 
ways that guys can hug for photos. Can you re-articulate um, that to me? When we talked to the uh, the girls, some of them were like that. They're like, don't like. Sometimes they don't want to be touched. You do the hover hand, where your hand is just hovering <laughs> like an inch off yeah. of them, or they won't touch you. Because a lot of guys are jerks, and they'll try to like graze a boob, sure, graze a butt, and the girls know what you're doing. That's a hobby. And uh, I'd be like, don't touch me, but I'm gonna pose really cool. <laughs> yeah. see, that's, that's what a lot of people do. But like, some of the girls did just throw your arm around you and pull you in. But other girls are like, don't like put your arm around me because then your sweaty armpit is on my shoulder and yeah and then when they're in some of those costumes uh, I mean they've got glitter everywhere and they've got tons of makeup on or glue that's holding things in place you don't want to jostle that around (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to mix it up what should are you good do you have like an eye for like cosplay like what Sasha should be next time we need to think one well, up Seth for you. Well, Seth Tippett said I should be a fat leprechaun. That's okay. what he called me in studio. Seth Tippett is a <laughs> Wearing that giant. green hat's not helping your case on that one. Touche. <laughs> no, I don't know. Cause, I mean, everybody does their own thing. Everybody, I mean, you could do Hellboy. Yeah. Hmm. Sasha, why did we think of that one? It'll take a lot of work, though. <laughs> a lot of work. But those are the best ones. <laughs> I'm way too lazy for that. <laughs> How much, what's the longest you've been in makeup for? Uh, no makeup involved for me, man. Good for I you. I just throw All on my natural. Ghostbusters jumpsuit, throw that thing on, put on my boots, I'm good to go. Do you have, like, an authentic photon pack that... Ooh. Those, there's, and I feel very strongly about this, built, not bought. People built, that, not bought, People yeah. that just go out and buy theirs... It's pretty lame, and I don't have the time or the money to yeah, sit and build mine or the electric, like the skill. Like I can't. The uh, first do person I ever wanted to dress up was Kerrigan from StarCraft, and I was like, "How am I going to do that here? <laughs> how am I going to do that?" And they've actually got the library has a thing going on to like teach you how to do that kind Which of. Which library? What? The Salt Lake City Library. Okay. When? Um, <laughs> Let's go. I don't know. It's, there's they're doing stuff with Comic Con, so it'll be in September. Okay. But yeah, they're doing like. DIY, build your cosplay stuff. That's so cool. People do crazy stuff. It blows me away the things people make their costumes out of. What are the, what's going to be the new trend this fall for Comic-Con? Because that's fair. Like, each one kind of seems segmented for... There's always It's I always think, evolving. I think it's going to keep going the same way that Fanex did, and it's going to be Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan was everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Attack on Titan. It's anime. Nice. Yeah. That was, I mean, we just kept seeing these costumes. I had no idea what it was. I just kept seeing everybody dressed the same, and they were all Attack on Titan. They were all doing their little salute, and they didn't even, we found a bunch of people, and I got a picture of them, and I was talking to them. They didn't even know each other. They found each other at the con because they were dressed the same. They were like, let's be friends. Yeah. Let's be BFFs. Yeah. <laughs> see a lot of that. Um, I'm going to, I saw two Maleficents, one in drag. Which was awesome. awesome. I need to email that guy back because I'm going to interview him. <laughs> and then one of them was the one of the pros. And I think there's going to be a few more of those since hers. And then Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to yeah. put money that that's going to be another big one. I'm so confused. i got to go to Comic-Con. I've never had the opportunity Dude, it's yet. It's an experience. I, it looks like a lot of fun. Is it concerning for human beings getting stuck in this fantasy world all the time? I mean, not for me. I'm totally guilty of escaping into books, but I don't think most people are too bad. Yeah, about what's it. your like biggest geek stash? Ghostbusters is one of the big ones, and Game of Thrones. It's my jam. 
<laughs> you know, I actually refused to ever watch it all through college because I was like, I just cannot get into a show right now, especially one that's so awesome and demanding. But now I like keep seeing people post things about Game of Thrones. I'm like, I think it's time. It's time. See, it's time to start it. I watched the first uh, series and then dove into all the books and have read them all twice. See, I want to. See, my my problem was in my snobby camera eye. I went to watch the first episode, and I think the opening theme was they were in, it seemed like Europe, they were in a forest, it was cold outside, there was snow on the ground, the trees were barren, and I was like, oh, I saw that in Gladiator, click. (laughs) (laughs) Unfair, right? This last episode, Sunday night's episode, had a, like, no-cut tracking shot through a big, huge battle for With a steady cam. Yes, like, probably, I think actually they may have been on a crane. It hmm. didn't feel like a city cam. Probably a two and a half minute no cut shot, and that's the kind of thing when people pull that kind of stuff off. Like I'm in, and it doesn't 100%. make you dizzy. No, it so slow down enough. Yeah, it was perfect. And that, hmm. the, like seeing that kind of thing, I'm just like, okay, the guy behind the camera knows exactly what he's doing. It gets better and better. The first season, you can't judge something by its very first. <laughs> I was in a bad mood, they sir. Get, <laughs> they get better and better, and they do a lot of really cool lighting and a lot of really good. But see, I did it with The Sopranos. I was like, oh, that's the worst opening intro song I've ever heard. But now, like I've seen every episode, like I can <laughs> have a conversation about it. So I have my faults, and I apologize. It's like Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad did camera tricks all the time that drove me nuts. Oh, I can't stand Breaking Bad, specifically the way they zoom in and blur out the background. Drives me, mm-hmm. because it's it's a, it's a great tool if you use it once. But every headshot. Every episode. Every never really watched that one some of them, Some of the episodes, they had really cool camera stuff. But other episodes, it's like, okay, we're going to strap a camera to this guy's wrist while he's grabbing safety deposit box. Yes. And it... Gets old. Or there would do the sh- medium angle where you're not type quite wide, you're not quite medium, but it's too far away to really keep you hooked. And it's like, yeah. come Great on. Great show, but too I many gimmicky. I know what none of this means. <laughs> I'm like, you don't want to because like, it ruins oh, yeah, TV. Like kind it of does. A medium shot, but then it's like not medium enough. <laughs> you're like Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith yeah. doesn't know how lenses or anything. Or mm-hmm. there you go. I could make a movie. And see, that's interesting with Tarantino's movies is he's celebrated as this great camera guy, and <laughs> I don't think so. You guys I, should I have seen the smirk. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. Like, I wish we had a camera. Like, did you pointed at you all the time? <laughs> well, I bet we get more numbers. <laughs> because I have a cheery, cheery disposition. You have a nice smile. So, what movies are you excited about this coming? What are are they doing? Blockbusters. I noticed they moved a couple movies to February, which means they suck. Is that that? That's what I mean. February is where movies go to die. Really? Why? Because it's the wh- Val guys a couple years ago. <laughs> Not, not, yeah, see, you you got your your dumb Valentine's movies (laughs) that do exactly what what they were produced for. That's, they do exactly what they were meant to. And then you have your movies that people thought were going to be good that after looking at them, they know they're going to bomb. Like uh, Jupiter Ascending, is that the one that got kicked? Yes. Yeah, the Wachowski brothers. Well, no, sorry. The Wachowskis. People, yeah. The Wachowski people sucks probably (laughs) if a movie gets dumped from a july release to a february release that's what it means it is well they said something that they're in the multi-thousands of cgi effects 
and that they were behind on schedule. So someone might have been fired. There might have been content. If issues. they were behind on schedule that badly and they were going to move it to February to allow them to finish the effects, then they would actually just keep it. If it was a good movie, they would just move it until maybe April, but probably May. But if it's just going to be dropped in February, it sucks. Go to boxofficemojo.com, which is one of the best websites for movie stuff, and look at, like, February releases. Better than Rotten Tomatoes? Box Office Mojo does box office releases, and it'll give you comparisons of different movies. So, like, when Spider-Man came out, it gave you the opening weekend gross of every Spider-Man movie and compared, like, if they had 3D ticket sales and everything. It's just, like, you can really dive into the data. God, I'm nervous. Did you ever say what no. movies you're excited for? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is literally all I care about for the rest of the summer. And that's with Batista, right, from the WWE? Yes. What about um, How to Train Your Dragon <laughs> That comes out in, like, two weeks. I'm excited for that, but it's not yeah, a movie that I'm going to go to the theater unless I, like, have free tickets. Yeah. We're giving away tickets to Transformers. Nice. To what theater? Um, I believe they go to Jordan Commons. I'm not sure, okay. though. Is Megan Fox still in that no, series? she got kicked out. That makes sense. She called Michael Bay a Nazi. Really? Yeah, he didn't like that. I could see that. She <laughs> seems feisty. There's, there's a few more, yeah. but Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be the big one because it gets all the awesome cosmic stuff into the Marvel Universe, and that is what I want to see because they just keep making it bigger, and they know how to make lots of dollars. Lots of dollars. Lots of dollars. I have a question for you. I'm sure you saw last week or 10 days ago Jonah Hill getting in trouble for using the F word. But if you go throughout Superbad and other movies he's done, he's said those. There seems to be an acceptance on racial and gay slurs in movies, but if they say them as a public figure, they get in trouble. Your thoughts? I think it's because if you watch Superbad, there are a bunch of dumb high school kids yes and that's the kind of thing you like if you look at every conversation they have in that entire movie it's something you would expect a stupid high school kid to say and (laughs) when jonah hill now who is actually a far more respected actor now than he was two-time academy award nominee yeah yeah. says it it's a little different because there's hate behind it when if you look i mean it's, it's like a kid on call of duty saying he had sex with your mom nobody (laughs) <laughs> Unless you're Justin Bieber, you get in trouble yeah, for but being 15. With, with, uh, with Jonah Hill saying it, you know, with like hate and derision in his voice, mm-hmm. it's a little different. Do you think that in the next 10, 15 years, we'll start seeing language being out of movies in general? Because it's one of those weird things. You try to, re- you know, if you got to Django, you try to, I don't even know what really happened there. But if you go to Roots, like the television series, you'll mm-hmm. hear the N word a lot. But it makes sense because they're trying to portray a time. In my head, if we don't get this PC world under control and allow First Amendment rights, I could easily see a time where everything is set for basic cable. I don't know. I mean, I think that certain movies will always try to do it, just be, like, like you said, to try to portray a time. Or to, I think that they're always going to do it to just kind of, that's how some people are. Like Tarantino's never going to stop having just, insane amounts of swearing in his movies ever that's tarantino style but it, he, he, it's a privilege to make a movie for whatever production house he does I if these production houses keep getting enough heat from people with money you know i don't think they're gonna get heat for the big movies unless there's i think there'd have to be a big change 
there just have to be a big movement. I don't think there's ever enough outrage. Usually the outrage comes from like one fringe group that gets a bunch of media attention. Like the people yeah. that got mad when uh, Idris Elba was cast as Heimdall in Thor because he was black instead of white. There was one group that got a ton of media attention, but they were actually just like 50 jerks on the internet. Yeah. And if those one, if they can get a voice, but it doesn't cost ticket sales, the day it starts costing ticket sales is the day it changes. Yeah, that makes sense. So bigshinyrobot.com is where you can get everything from articles on geekness and nerdness. Explain nerdness. it to me. I don't want to insult anybody <laughs> and get hate mail. Geek or nerd? No, I think they're completely interchangeable. <laughs> Other people will argue I, that to the death, and I yeah, don't care. I didn't know for sure, so I've been saying geek, but like I want to say nerd a lot. Too. Yeah, we call. I mean, we say it's um, your source for nerd news and reviews. Okay. But that's, that flows better. Yeah. Um, it does. Good, good Nerd alliteration. News and exactly. Yes. Nerd news and reviews. But yeah, I mean, it's it's everything. Um, you know, our very first article was about how Gotham PD. There's a comic book, Gotham PD, that we thought should be a TV show. So that's seven years ago, and now we're getting Gotham, which is about Commissioner Gordon when he was first being a cop. So yeah, just saw the future. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and I mean. Right now, it's all video game coverage, but a few other things thrown in. Um, Legend of Korra. It's a Nickelodeon cartoon. Ooh, wow. <laughs> car- I have not seen it. People love it. Cartoon's still really popular. Extremely. Yeah. Actually, uh, one of Adventure our... Adventure Time is only the greatest of all life. One of our old writers is actually a background artist for it. Hmm. Shut up. Derek Hunter. <gasps> My cousin created Plucky Duck. lucky duck duck. i love lucky duck um and then we got like movie casting like one of the top stories right now on the page is that vincent d'onofrio was cast as the kingpin for the daredevil netflix series say it ain't so (laughs) d'onofrio actually has utah connections too he used to own a rib city in cottonwood heights east side area now i want ribs (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've got, we've got news about just if it's geeky, we've got news about it. Tabletop gaming, PC gaming, yes. everything. That's my jam right there. I love the passion. I like that it's written well. The grammar's on point. We try. Yes, because a lot of people on the websites seem to not do that. I usually spend a decent chunk of my day glancing over articles to make something sure there's not like an egregious error. They slip through, but mm-hmm. we try to keep it on point. Try to catch them. Yeah. Is there any or much anime on here? Yes, lots, yeah. lots. We have um, a couple people that are huge anime fans. One of our writers has actually um, studied anthropology in Japan. Nah. And so, like, anime is her jam. Yeah. <laughs> She's your girl. She's also the one who worked for Riot Games. Uh, so. We should get her in. I want to be Sailor Mercury. She lives in Vancouver. What? So. We'll, we'll, we'll get over we'll Google her. chat. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We're yeah, a radio I mean, There's tons of anime. There's actually, I think, two like anime conventions this summer. One of them's teens. So yeah. But yeah. There's Anime Con, which I think we might have like a table there. Oh, We're at all no, these cons. Uh, We're at all. I the need cons. to make a Sailor Jupiter. Do it. Sailor Cosplay. Moon. Sailor Moon's coming back. I loved Sailor Moon. That was uh, Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z. It's coming so back. Nice. You got to get on your get on Crunchyroll. So I'm sure you know who Jay Whitaker is. He's a yeah. local comedian. Big comic guy. He's a panelist on the Geek Show. Uh, he came in here, and I have an 11-year-old son. He'll be 12 this summer. And we got into a conversation of what are appropriate comic books for an 11, 12-year-old because you don't want to get them 
I don't want to give my kids that have a lot of violence or... You You're know. not going to give them sex criminals. Yes. <laughs> and he's a big Adventure Time kid. Like, he's totally up to date. He's got, like, 36 episodes or whatever. Do you have any other ideas for comics that uh, fathers can buy young boys to get them into this world? Spider-Man. Yeah, that's Always Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Always Spider-Man, man. Miles Morales. Okay. That's uh, That right there is what formed my, like, moral code. Yes. I mean, they, they. I mean, they have speci- like kid-specific comics all the time, like uh, Teen Titans, Young Justice, um, and I would go for Wolverine and the X Men. Okay, that was one of my favorite comics last year that I was reading. But I mean, it's you, if you walk into like Doctor Volt or Black Cats or something, and you ask like, "What should I grab for my kid?" Mm-hmm. The people there are going to guide you in the right place. One uh, of our writers works well, Doctor Volt, and Jeremiah will hook you up. So I might have been going to the wrong comic book store because I get a lot of people that just sit, and I'm not going to name names, but they sit behind a counter and you say, "Hey, what's good?" and they rack their head. Oh, I don't know. Adventure Time. Yeah. So Adventure Time. <laughs> how about? That's video fine. games. I'm I'm starting like I I love video games. I used to you know me and my buddies would play San Andreas Grand Theft Auto for a long time, like inappropriate amounts of time. Because it's not even an appropriate amount of time no. to play that game. No, but <laughs> I'm starting to fall out now that I work seemingly all the time. Do you have any ideas for video games that are appropriate for young kids? You know, because I don't want him playing. Grand Theft Auto. I don't want him playing Call of Duty and stuff like that. I'm the worst person Stop. to ask that okay. question to because I don't know anything about children. So like, I can't gauge a child's age. If you show me a kid, I'm not going to know if he's like 6 or 15. Okay. Yeah. But um, if I were to Wii write U, in... Man, the Wii U. Yeah. Like, you get, you know, your Mario Kart 8 just came out, Kirby, Hyrule Warriors. Like, it's all the same stuff you played. Mm-hmm. It's all the same characters. It's just new. Mm-hmm. I watched a lot of Skyrim in my day. Yeah, not child appropriate. Oh, really? (laughs) I didn't see anything that wasn't. A horse could climb a mountain. (laughs) Like the mountain face. It was hilarious. But I mean, it's really cool. (laughs) See, I think maybe in a couple years he'll be at the Skyrim level. Get a Wii U. Play play Mario Kart with him. (gasps) Okay. Brand new Mario Kart came out like last week. Bomb at Moo Moo Meadows. And Wii U's are pretty cheap. They're like $150 now, aren't they? Probably like twice that. Are they? Are they? Okay. Okay. Shows you my ignorance on this. Well, I certainly appreciate you coming in. Oh, one more thing. So if I could go to BigShinyRobot.com and explain that situation of having an 11-year-old for video games, might I get some advice? Do you have an advice line on there? If you came on and hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, Uh we would talk about it on the podcast. Okay. And, I mean, we have a gaming-specific podcast called Entertainment is Dead. Uh Um, You hit hit us up on there. You will get your answer. If I go to Stitcher or iTunes and type in Big Shiny Robot, will you show up? Yes, we will. We are on both. And then you can stream it off your website, I assume? Uh, We don't load it on our website just because that bogs down the media server. But if you, we usually post a link to the new episodes so you can get those. The Big Shiny Podcast, there's the Big Shiny Girl Cast as well. It's our girl specific cast. Nice. Their opinion is usually more important. Yes. Probably yep. more informed. I want to listen to them. <laughs> yeah, Big Shiny Girl We need Girl to have cast. one of them. <laughs> they, just, they just started recording episodes again. I mean, if you want that, there's the Hello Sweetie podcast, which is an all-girl geeky podcast. Which is a sister of the geek show, yes. right? Yes, yeah. well, right. Yes, yeah. somehow. But, well, they, uh, got, they have a... We've got it all. Um, soon, the two shots with Big Shiny Robot will be making a return, which is me getting drunk with uh, one or two other people <laughs> on uh, Google Hangouts as we talk geek. <laughs> we take two shots right when we start the show 
and then we talk about just one geeky topic for like 45 minutes. Why just two? Double it. <laughs> because I'm an old man. Yes. <laughs> you got to wake up better. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm an old man who has to wake up and go to work the next day. <laughs> Keeps it interesting. This is true. Did you enjoy your experience here at the University of Utah? Of course. I came back for two degrees. So what do you have? Communication? I've got a, I've got a BA in history and a BA in new media. Hmm. Nice. History. Why history? Because it's sweet. Because I worked for the federal government and they didn't care what degree I had and I liked history. I've always loved history, but some of the worst professors I've always had were history professors because they were so dry. Oh, not here. Not here. No. I had a friend who did history for at least a year or two. I think he switched. But he always had the most awesome stories to tell. And he'd have like these tiny classes and there'd be like some 95-year-old war vet coming back and getting a history degree who would like tell these crazy oh, yeah. stories. And some of the professors, I had a, a professor I took a lot of post-war Europe classes from who was from Croatia and lived in Croatia wow. during the Cold War under communism who said that their schools had better like supplies and equipment. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I had a like, uh, he had to be in his 70s, uh, Middle Eastern Studies teacher who was from... Uh, uh, Mazawi. Yeah, Mazawi. Yeah, Mazawi. Everybody knows Mazawi, yeah. yeah. Mazawi. I had him. I, um, my uh, political violence in the Middle East teacher, I swear to God, was involved in, like, Algerian... Okay. He was <laughs> he was an older guy, too. Like, there's... A lot of the professors were great. A lot of rich history. Did you have an emphasis for your history degree, or...? Uh, post-war Europe in the Middle East. Okay. Like I said, I worked for the federal government. Do you speak? Uh, oh, you were in the CIA, Secret Service. Okay, Tell here us we go. About it. Okay, but like Because <laughs> when Johnny sent our bio, that's what caught me. I was like, "Oh yeah, not tell me about this. Who, what, when, where, why? How? No, no I worked for the Secret Service for like a year. Doing computer stuff? Nope. Doing like secret stuff? Nope. Do you, do you, um, do no, you speak Arabic or Hebrew? No, uh, I speak really <laughs> bad German. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I, I worked for them for a year. Um, I got hired and then ended up having a really bad injury that required surgery and couldn't go back. That's so Did you protect a president or senator? No. Are you a marksman? This is like 20 questions. I mean, huh? my last name is Mark, so I'm a marksman. <laughs> so I'm this is how one. we're doing this. No, I mean, I worked for them. I was hired as a uniformed, um, uniformed division a- recruit. And I moved back to Fletsy in southern Georgia and went through training, but that's when I got hurt. And so I came back and worked in the uh, office here helping the agents with uh, counterfeit investigations. Cool. Did you enjoy it? It was really boring. Really? Good benefits paid well, though. Sounds like a movie. (laughs) Yes. The office here is small. You're investigating, like, meth heads who try to make counterfeits or old ladies who like smash out windows and steal checkbooks and try to pass fake checks at Walmart. Mm-hmm. What? Old That's ladies do that? A lot yes, in Utah. Grandma. A lot. Seriously? Oh yeah. Like people, they'll go through like a softball park or something like a softball game's going on and they'll smash windows, grab purses, oh. grab your checkbook, write checks to themselves as you and then go cash them. And like that's was one of the big things they what? investigated. You guys want to hear a funny check story? Yes. So, like, my very first checkbook when I opened my account, like, in high school, I'd never used the checkbook, and I left it in this, like, drawer in my room with all this miscellaneous stuff. And my sister moved into that room and, like, a couple months ago decided to get a gym membership, and she was like, ah, I need it. I need a checkbook so I can route it. And she's like, this is mine. It's in my room. So she went and gave them my account number. (laughs) And I didn't even know. And like months later, we were trying to sign up for Venmo. That weird like app where you can like 
it's easier to split costs for like trips uh, and okay, things because gotcha. your account is mm-hmm. linked to it. And I couldn't get it. And she was like, oh, I used mine. And I was like, that's mine. And she's like, oh, my <laughs> gym <laughs> membership's on there for like the last six months. And she's like, do you want to keep paying it? And I was like, get out. How do you not notice that that money's coming out of your account? Because when a fitness only costs like oh, it's like ten bucks, twenty month. bucks, yeah. and I I have a membership too, and so I probably just was like, oh, how funny. You turn her in. Turn so her were in. you a superhero? You can get her with this uh, secret service job. I was a, a I could suit behind a desk and bored out of my skull. I could see you as a Superman, Clark Kent. Do you ever play it double. up like it was like intense? No, I, I usually would. like gloss over it and hope people like don't notice it. <laughs> we did. Do you ever think about going into the police department or FBI or anything? No, like that's literally what this was. Like, yeah, I was White House police essentially. Yeah, no, I'm no, I, I had stomach surgery, um, and I'm kind of a mess. Did you get still. shot? No, 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 no <laughs> nothing like that. Um, they clipped a nerve in my stomach on my stomach surgery, and so like when I'm working out and stuff, it's just miserable and I get sick really easy. So like I couldn't go do, like our PT instructor had us doing CrossFit and stuff like our first week and- He died? It was just <laughs> so miserable. <laughs> 95% humidity, like November in Georgia and trying to do that stuff. And then my stomach screwed up. Yeah, and that's why I went back to school. Well, it was certainly a pleasure to be a peer in classes with you because I had a tremendous time you know, we didn't talk as much because we were all pretty busy there. But You were busy fly fishing. Yes. We were, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that kid Morgan, he's got like two degrees also, and he works at a fly fishing store. Of course he does. And he fishes like six days a week. And Shut up. Yeah, he's got like the whole hipster mustache. Have I showed you that video? No. It's great. Right. You, guys is, you guys do like a whole Batman like equipment check rundown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's super tight, so the clicking and like the real spinning. It's not as good as it could have been because you know it didn't deserve it and we have like a (laughs) three minute walking thing that like i watched it like a month ago i was like well i should have cut this down by like two minutes (laughs) those were our first things we did we didn't know any better yet i need to find the beer video and send it to you i've still got it on a hard drive (laughs) you guys have talked it up i feel like i need to see it it'll like change my life oh it's beautiful you'll just wonder what's wrong with me yeah (laughs) well the the problem was is he was mixing orange juice with uh, pbr not me that was john that was all john it's like a (laughs) heinous i used to have the sexiest girlfriend uh she was a volleyball player ended up playing division one it's like a redneck mimosa you guys volleyball and so what you do is they're called brass monkeys yeah but you use malt liquor in orange juice, normally Old English. Oh, see, and that's what John called it, is he called it a brass monkey. No, PBR, PBR and you have to have the malt liquor. You have to get seriously drunk. I don't drunk. want any of this. No. <laughs> and you drink it with a straw. And so here's this five foot three, 98 pound, like superhuman athlete. And she drank brass monkeys at our campfires. And it was, (laughs) 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 so let's give you the plug again. Bigshinyrobots.com. Where can they? Bigshinyrobot.com. Boo on my journalism (laughs) skills. I apologize. No worries. We'll just edit out. There's many many robots. (laughs) Yeah, they have the exclamation point. Big yeah. shiny robot. Bigshinyrobot.com, mm-hmm. at Big Shiny Robot on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Well, that'll um, make it easy when we Instagram the selfie after the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all over. We we got hard on the Instagram. Cosplay pictures everywhere. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, just check us out. Check out the pub quiz. Um, we're going to go. Yeah, Seriously. pub quiz is such a good time. No, we're there. And uh, we're going to go to break here. We're going to play several Michael Jackson songs. <laughs> when we get back in studio, we'll have the great Patrick Ramirez in and Andy Gold, oh, two yeah. of the funniest men in Salt Lake City. And I'm sure Andy Gold is just going to verbally destroy me. So. <laughs> and me. I'm scared. I'm just yes. going to sit here and be like... Uh, Thursday, we have a very serious interview. We have uh, the Van Heusens coming in. Their, their 16-year-old teen is facing 1 to 15 in prison right now for a robbery or a home burglary. They're going to come in studio. I think their lawyer will be here too. Keith McDonald will be in studio on Thursday. So we should have a very serious uh, conversation about um, prisons and parenting. And um, it's just, I think it's a very important article based on what happened with that story. So we really appreciate you, good sir. And uh, I enjoy your passion and uh, I enjoy what you're doing. So. Thank you, sir. Yes. And I am still not convinced you're a superhero. <laughs> so thank you very much. We'll be right back. Becca, I met the most beautiful girl in the world today on campus. I so want to ask her out, but I'm flat broke. Can you loan me some money, please? Sasha, I could, but I'd rather see you mature and grow up. Save your money so that when you need it, you have it. Who's going to help me achieve that goal? The Personal Money Management Center at the University of Utah. At the Personal Money Management Center, they'll show you how to create a personalized budget, help you plan tuition and student loan payments, and even evaluate potential job offers. It's so tough being responsible. I think I'll give Personal Money Management Center a call. What's their number? 801-585-7379. If that's too hard, you can even check out their website at personal-money-management.utah.edu for more details. Financial freedom and a hot date are only a click away. Michael, eles não ligam pra gente. I'm ABC4 Chief Meteorologist Jim Kosick. While you are not, there's still good news in your future. You're listening to KU. You know, I was, I was wondering, you know, if she could keep on because the force has got a lot of power and it, it makes me feel like it. It, it makes me feel like it. Listeners, welcome back to Old Youth Radio on KU Internet Radio Youth with your hosts, Rebecca and Sasha. We have the great Patrick Ramirez, Andy Gold. How are you, gentlemen? I'm fine, Sasha. How are you? I'm so fantastic. It's a pleasure to see you guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having us. (laughs) So let's get the business out of the way immediately before I lose my mind with this Michael Jackson nonsense. It's easy to. You guys are both doing wise guys in different parts. You're up at uh, Ogden, Andy Gold? No. No. I'm at wise guys this Thursday. Okay. Okay. Trying to get the word out. Yes. Patrick is opening for Rob Schneider. Needs no help getting the word out. Rob Schneider has fans. (laughs) He brings them out. Yeah. A couple movies will do that. (laughs) Great in the Big Lebowski. Like, I like that movie just because it has... Rob Schneider? I don't think he's in Big Lebowski. Sure he is. No, he's not. He is? He was the main guy in it. No, he's Jeff not. Bridges was That's the Jeff main Bridges was the main guy. That's Jeff Bridges. Oh, the, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Deuce Bigelow, Mel Jiggler. 
There you go. (laughs) I don't know how you got those two confused. Because I'm a dumb, dumb man. I'm surprised you haven't figured this out. Choosing the look on both of our eyes, like what? (laughs) They both have weird titles. My favorite is Hydra. (laughs) Andy's still looking at me with Hydra. I don't care. It's fine. Let's uh, restart this show. (laughs) Fair enough. Excuse me. (laughs) So this Thursday, you're opening at Wise Guys. I'm headlining at Wise Guys. (laughs) (laughs) He's headlining with Marty. Oh, with Marty? No, no, by myself. A headliner is one dude. I know, oh, but he's opening. Is Marty's Marty's opening. opening. There we go. Yes. Now we got one. It was a layup. <laughs> I'm headlining. Put back. Yes. At 7:30 in West Valley. Marty will be there. Your good friend, friend of KU Radio. <laughs> he's gonna of, do news. Oh wow! Yeah, he's gonna be our news guy. He's gonna be your news guy. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, he's appropriate for news. Yes. Just. He's going to be the stiffest, most unfunny You know what would be good man. for him? Traffic. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like a, in a real, like, docile town, too, where there's yeah. very Breaking little. South Dakota. There you go. I like this. You have, like, three stoplights. So. He should be on. That. We should make him work up t- to the full news. Start him at traffic, then weather. Yeah, don't just give them news. <laughs> Make them earn it. Make <laughs> like like we also happen to have a traffic and weather. Team you don't have, have to though. even use them at all. That's pretty, <laughs> that's an option to not use them already. <laughs> or cut his mic. Never tell him his mic isn't on. Yeah, just let him talk in the corner. Guys, <laughs> so mean. He would he would love that though. I think I'll make a fun of him. He would probably like that. Are either of you old, early '90s wrestling fans? Early 90s wrestling fans? Or very familiar with some of the music or like Mr. Perfect. You know, I don't think I know Mr. Perfect's music. Oh, bummer. Uh, That was a question out of left field. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sasha's coming in hot tonight. (laughs) The Big Lebowski airs and early 90s wrestlers music. Because we're working on a theme music for Marty's intro. Oh, okay. And (laughs) maybe you'll go to YouTube and pull up the Mr. Perfect. Type in Mr. Perfect music there. Okay. And uh, I'm trying to figure out great theme music for Marty because he's very stiff. Yeah. And I believe that he thinks he's the perfect man on this planet. So trying to find a great music bumper for him is... No, I don't think Marty thinks he's the perfect man. No? No. Marty's pretty self-aware. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, he's so very mean. aware of his thing. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Like t- I'm saying Marty's not the perfect person. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fine thing. That's acceptable. <laughs> Marty's imperfect. I like Marty. He's my friend. But he, he knows what sucks about him, which is like, plenty. <laughs> Mr. Which plenty. Is, That's what we'll call him. Do all of your listeners know Marty? Is this radio show going to crash and burn? No. Is everyone already turned off? No. Okay. Marty's loved here Marty's listening right now. Marty listens religiously. No, we just uh, wanted to do a news bit every Thursday to recap uh, the serious news and the fun news and the odd news. Okay. And I think Marty would be great for it. He's got a journalism background. He's got a degree in journalism. Mm -hmm. He used to do a blog that was on and off again, but I just thought it would be great for him to get real time with the microphone, you know, because he's got a good voice. He's smart, articulate, stiff. Funny, yeah. Has great sarcasm. So you know, you want to help. Uh, you want to help. I want to make this show you the wanna, best. You want to give him the nice boost his career needs by giving him 
tons of time on all you radio. Yes. I see what you're saying. Well, that's nice of you, Sasha. Yes. And in the fall, we're probably going to be broadcasting from Clear Channel. So, What's Clear Channel? It's a big radio station. Oh, right wow. Time. Yeah. Cool. And uh, just got a job over there. So I want to, by the fall, I want to have just a nice machine that we can go in with $5,000 mics, perfect audio rooms, and just have fantastic radio. So I see. Yeah. No, well, I really appreciate all of the comics coming in uh, all the time. You know, we just had a great conversation. Thanks with for having me. <laughs> yes, he's flexing. <laughs> Little do you know, we have an open traffic spot. So. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I'm going to do any uh, We got weather. So. I'll do some weather, yeah. You know? <laughs> <Love> weather. <laughs> so what have you been doing, Andy? Today? The last <laughs> yeah, in the last in about weeks. thirty minutes in the parking lot twenty minutes ago. <laughs> I do com- I did comedy. <laughs> How's that going? What? How's that it going? Is, uh, it is what it, I shouldn't have started comedy. Oh no! But I'm stuck in it. I'm sort of. <laughs> I've been in it. I've been in it enough time where I'm committed too far to to quit. But I know I'll probably quit. No, I won't quit. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll have like a two paragraph obituary. God. Like pretty good. <laughs> my go- like I hope not bad. I hope I make it big enough to where like I make the paper when they find me dead in the motel. Yeah. My <laughs> those are my goals. That's every parent's dream, really. Those are my goals. <laughs> Goal. <laughs> Singular. I don't know. So uh, are you in a, a are you in a writer's goal. rut? Are you having a hard time coming up with new content? Why no. all this? Anger towards comedy. There's right no now. anger. This is melancholy. This is <laughs> yeah. This, <laughs> this is what I call indifferent. <laughs> yeah. This is Tuesday afternoon after working all weekend. Yeah. No. no? I'm g- generating a decent amount of material. No, it's fine. <laughs> I was trying to be funny. <laughs> it, it is what it is. You know, yeah. I I tell my jokes from you know go to from place to place telling my jokes and now I'm doing all you radio pumping my show on Thursday. I wish uh, I was just in Cal. I just uh, Yes. Was in L.A.? How was Is that it? exciting? Yes. No. You, I called you, and you were in Beaver. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> At a car wash in Beaver. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Next to the eager Beaver car wash. Yeah. <laughs> the script writes itself. On my, way, <laughs> on my way to Vegas to stay there and then to go do a set in L.A. Because I'm going to live there for like four weeks in the summer. And I'm just trying to shake as many hands as I can yes. between now and then. And then I drove back home. Let's see, I got in town the other day, and now I'm just making the rounds, pumping my show on Thursday. I did some radio this morning, I'm doing this show, doing some more tomorrow, and some more Thursday. Excellent. Thank you for having me on. Got sunburnt, you guys all told me. I feel it, but I haven't seen it. Is it bad? You're about the shade of very red. you. Do you see? About that. Oh, well, that's... uh, I'm always kind of pink. <laughs> You're pretty light-complected I mean, to begin with. I mean, with a mix of the translucent piggy yeah. bank on the other side of your head, it's kind of like that too, sort of, though. So it's a little brighter. Oh, yeah. So it's red. Yeah. Red is safe to say. Does it look painful? A it little. looks like it could. It looks like it probably hurts right on your cheekbones. Uh, I don't know. What's going on <laughs> with you guys? <laughs> well, not sunburned. <laughs> no? I just got a new job, so that's all I've been doing is trying to... I was in negotiations with the newsroom, and then it didn't work out because, uh, you know, I couldn't get a, the schedule to work with my full-time job that's on hiatus right now. What's your full-time job? I work for the Pac-12 network. 
Oh, um, okay. Doing this radio stuff? The Pac-12 network is a television network that strictly films all the f- sporting events at the Pac-12 schools. So US- USC, UCLA, Berkeley, Stanford, the Arizona schools, Oregon schools. Gotcha. Washington. What do you do for them? I do utility and backup camera. So I'll set up all their utility? Production. Utility is uh, the guy that sets up their production sets, builds their cameras. Okay. And then when you're not on fixed cameras, you, you'll have your, you know, the floor cameras for basketball or sideline cameras, and you're that dummy holding their U- cords. Utility sounds like custodial duties. Sure is, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but it you pays <laughs> damn well, so, you know. <laughs> you, you do all the mopping at Pac-12. I events. do all the taping and the bad coiling work. He just so. pulled a switcheroo and became the host, and no one even noticed That's it. That's good. I, I'm sorry. Okay, what's going on with Andy? Uh, (laughs) I got a new Tiger's hat, everybody. I got a new Tiger's hat, but it's too small. I'm going to have to take it back. Just stretch it out with like a cantaloupe and then a bigger cantaloupe. (laughs) (laughs) It's sort of weird. (laughs) (laughs) I've never done it. I just thought of it. That's that's like something. No one just thinks of that. (laughs) I did. That's something the man versus wild guy would think about. (laughs) Stretching out headgear. Yeah. I might, I might cut out the lining in it. <laughs> <laughs> and cut a little V in the back. <laughs> now I'm here with Patrick Ramirez and uh, <laughs> Sasha and Chris Holyfield's not. Too bad Chris Holyfield isn't here. He he uh, left the show. Oh really? <laughs> we're That's like, thanks, Andy. He left. The <laughs> 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 first we thought Chris and Sasha together, man. The, e- the energy and the charisma was just too overwhelming. Take it down. Well, and it, well, why do you think they had to add Marty to the mix? Like, <laughs> like let's take this to <laughs> 11, everybody. Are going to throw two soft-voiced bearded men at me at once? <laughs> <laughs> no, then get yeah, Marty, the clean-shaven cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> the clean-shaven no, cyborg. Uh, oh, no, no. He has a small beard now. He, he's he's that's his look now. He's very committed to that look, isn't he? Yeah, he the is. Beard and the kind of quaffed hair. It probably took him like. He came s- in like right after he got his new haircut. Oh, did the he? The day he interviewed, he came on. He had like just gotten a new haircut that day, and he's like, "I never knew I looked so bad before." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that change of haircut. That's gonna be one of the events on the outline of his life. <laughs> <laughs> it is like the life changer. Yeah. Everything turns around 2014. here. No, no, I won't change anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll, but still, it it'll still be significant enough. You guys, I feel like this has been a Marty Bros. <laughs> he deserves it. Marty's the worst, though. Marty <laughs> should, hang, no, should hang out. Marty ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with him. <laughs> I feel bad. Hey, Sasha, I think you're a really good radio guy. I feel like I teased you just then. <laughs> oh, I, I, don't, I don't mind. I, oh, uh, you can tease me. You can make fun of no, me. No, I'm very honest. I, uh, I fail all the time, but I also am a very hard worker, and... I love yeah, to are. be creative. And so, no, I just got a job with Clear Channel, which is a huge radio company. And I'll Congratulations. Be That's great you. news. Man. Uh, it's been a childhood dream, to believe it or not. I've always wanted to do radio since I was like six. Kind of odd, but... Why not? Well, sincere congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome, dude. No, I appreciate no, that's, it. That's cool. And it's, you know, the, the reason why it happened is because of people like you and Patrick and... Jay Whitaker and a lot of the guests that we've had no. are just helping me. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna stop you, but I was like, we yeah. didn't have a lot. Johnny to McKeon, <laughs> you know, Johnny McKeon, uh, Rebecca. Uh, so as you were saying, uh, or I was saying, uh, Chris Hollyfield left the show. So, but we still got stuck with the extra three hours of show. 
Rebecca's better anyway. Yeah. Uh, right? Chris Holly feels a lame. Oh, no. <laughs> I never liked that guy. I liked him. Oh, no. He's a good no. guy. If you're you listening like to Chris, no, I like no, you, man. He's good he's people. A, he's a good cat. And he's, he's got a very unique podcast going, and I, I support him. But we have uh, Keith McDonald. Uh, you've met Keith. He's a black kid from Chicago. Oh, yeah. Um, he's, he and I do radio all the time together, and he's just fantastic. So it should be smooth and seamless, as they say. But we've got a lot of neat guests coming in. We've got Jim DeBacchus coming in. We've got another senator coming in. Uh, so we're doing good. Nice, dude. It's going to be hard finding room for little old Andy Gold to come in and pump his joke show. Andy, you, <laughs> you and Patrick and Steve Solberg are friends of the show for I don't. I'm not concerned. Like, Patrick, what a fine. But that's the best compliment I ever got, by the way, to Mandy. Patrick, fine. Yeah. Solberg, I don't care if he lives Pat, or dies. Patrick's here to pump a show that's probably already sold out. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not for me, for the show. It's <laughs> yeah. I'm just the middle guy. It's cool that you're but opening for be. Rob Schneider. Are you nervous? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, but I think Have it'll you be. Have had a bad dream about it yet? No, no, I haven't had any bad. I never have bad dreams. I just have, you know, like confusing ones. I never, I can't say I have a bad one. But, um, yeah, a little nervous, but I'm more looking forward to it than being nervous. I just want to hear the conversation between you and him in the green room. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be funny. Well, I'll tell you the story. My uh, brother who lives in Los Angeles and works at a dry cleaner, I told him, I get to open for Rob Schneider in a month. And that week, Rob Schneider came in to pick up his dry cleaning from my brother. (laughs) My brother said, hey, you're not going to believe this. When you're in Salt Lake next month, my brother is is uh, opening for you. And he said, let's call him right now. So <laughs> I got a call on my phone from my brother's number. And I answered it. And I said, hello. I said, like, hey, this is your brother. This is Rob Schneider. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, it is, man. Is, uh, my brother gave me a phone. You better be ready uh, June 13th. No, this isn't Rob Sch- <laughs> Who is this? You, like, made him prove for himself like, for, like, For, like, minutes. eight minutes. <laughs> and I was like, come on, man, who is this? And he's like, it's, and then he's like, all right, here's your brother, man. Just, I'll see you later. And then I hear, like, he doesn't think it's me, man. And my brother's like, what'd you say? He's like, was that Rob Schneider? Like, yeah, so he had to send me a picture to prove it. And in five minutes, I get a picture of Rob Schneider and my brother giving me the thumbs up. So now I have to apologize to uh, Rob Schneider when I see him. Robbie Rob. Because I didn't believe it was him for five minutes. I don't think what you did was too offensive. Yeah, it's not that bad. Really? You know what? I'll go out on a limb and say he hasn't lost any sleep over it. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I don't think he's like, man, that guy from Utah didn't recognize my voice. I don't like that guy. Just several feature films. He didn't know my voice from his brother's phone. Yeah. Have either of you worked with Bill Burks? I know he's at Wise Guys this weekend, too. I haven't. I have not. No? That's a big get for the club. That should be uh, really, really fun. I think uh, some of those shows might be all sold out, too. Yeah, they're near sold out. And I think Bill Burr's bringing someone with him to feature. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But, yeah, Beck and I went and saw uh, Joey Diaz and Duncan Russell last week. And it was... Duncan Trussell? Yes. How was that? Had you guys been to several uh, comedy shows beforehand? I'd never been to one. How, how was that for you? Did you know what you were getting into? No. But there was nachos. <laughs> I got <Right>. nachos. <laughs> Good nachos. Good start. Oh, yeah. M- Marty I would have gone way earlier if I'd known there were nachos. Marty gave her a nice perv hug. That was kind of cute to watch. <laughs> 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 this is your, this is your uh, weather guy, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't think Marty's a pervert. Oh. Tell us more about why. I know Marty 
Okay, he's my old roommate, man. We hang out. <laughs> yeah, you guys know each other. We, we really hang well. out every th- every night. Here's what's wrong with him. Okay, he doesn't talk. <laughs> he doesn't talk. He has no opinions about anything. He. That can't be true. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he has opinions about comedy. Uh, good ones too. Good opinions about comedy. He definitely has his head screwed on straight. But I don't think he's he's not any more perverted than like a normal dude is. So like, like pretty he, perverted, but nothing special. But it's not noteworthy. Oh it's no, it's not like mentionable. And I certainly wasn't uh, necessarily implying that. But any no, time no, you, I'm, you were absolutely. Implying. What was the you pervy said hug? Marty gave her a pervy hug. <laughs> what was the uh, what was the pervy <laughs> hug? What well, do you it, mean? it comes from. I uh, think uh, you did he hold it too long? Goodbye hug. No, it just stems from <laughs> jealousy because you know I co-host with Becca. And so anytime I see a guy give her a hug, it's it's gross. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a, like a brother-sister yes. thing going. We're like, yes. I don't know about that guy. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yes. It, it, in my it's like a Scarface scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Sa- Sasha's going to shoot up Mart- Marty. <laughs> don't, yeah, poor Marty. Marty. Just, just Marty. brought him in here to, to <laughs> punch him in the face. <laughs> He's going to be doing the dialogue of Scarface, and Sasha's like, Marty, you shouldn't have touched her, you cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see Marty giving you a hug, Becca, and then, uh, like, once it goes too far, Sasha's just like, all right, all right, break it up. All right, all right. Sit over there. Sit over there. Hands where I can see him. Yeah. So how was the show? And then what did you think when it got started? I thought it was good. Christian Piper was really funny. Right? Oh, he was yeah. the host, right? He was really funny. Oh, he did a great job. Mm-hmm. I like that. He was fun in studio, too. I think I liked I thought it was good and funny. And it was a cool club. Mm-hmm. Just like it was bigger than I thought it would be, but it's still like really cozy. Yeah, I thought it was good. Christian is funny. Yeah, it was a long line. Another one of my besties. Yeah, we yeah. we got there about eight forty, mm-hmm. and we were almost out at the street. Like it, it was very. Yeah, big. he he gets a big crowd. People like coming out for him. And uh, was you, and you weren't aware of Joey Diaz' uh, material or an idea. How did it hit you? So it. Well, honestly, he seemed very much like a podcaster. You know, he's not. Uh, I, yeah. He's more of a. He's a, a phenom- He's a phenomenal storyteller. He's got great timing as a comic, in my opinion. But it's a fusion. It's like a new fusion of comedy where, I guess, Cosby. You know, he reminded me more of a Cosby type guy. Yeah, I get that. You know. Yeah, very like funny stories mm-hmm. with little punches and tags in the middle of it. Very comfortable in front of a large audience. I mean, you know, Wise Guy's a medium-sized audience, I guess, but... No, not by comedy club standards. Smaller? Big. Big. Yeah. Really? That that yeah. room seats, I think, three-something. Okay. 300-something people. Three, 300. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I think big, I think of, um, you know, Auburn Hall and stuff like that's that. That's a theater. Yeah, that yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. I, had, I always have a great time, and then I got to spend, you know, Beck and I talked to Keith for about 15 minutes, and... And he, you know, and he and I were just geeking out about radio stuff because he's got his new morning job or eleven to n- one job on ESPN seven hundred. That's right. Um, you know, and Keith was just really complimentary to Beck and I about he you know the nice. work we do with all of you guys and the <coughs> promoting of his club and you know so and then we got to meet uh, Joey Diaz, which was really fun. Well, congratulations on a splendid evening, yes. Sasha. No, thank wonderful. you to Wise Guys yeah. for bringing in talent. Don't. Thank I have nothing to do with any of that, but <laughs> I'll thank I'll accept the thank you on uh, Keith's behalf <laughs> and relay it on. 
So <laughs> I've seen five or six big acts, and I would put Diaz right up there. I've seen Jim Norton there. I've seen Patrice O'Neill and a couple others. And every yeah, time you, you go, like them, huh? It, it it makes me bummed out that I'm not rich because like I want to go to all the shows this weekend. And it's <laughs> like yeah, yeah. There's, there's this weekend is packed. There's one on Thursday. That's yes. five bucks. And what time does what? I'll time give you a ride to it if you want. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Can we be out of? St- what time do you get on stage? You'll probably be eight. eight. Hmm. I wonder if I can get from studio to Wise Guys by the time you get in. I might be able to get the last half. You'll miss Marty. So I never will miss Marty. Sounds like a positive. He's in my heart. You know, Marty he's is in my heart. He's with you always. Yes, he's my soul brother. So, no, Marty's. I I, I uh, recorded Marty's audio when I was doing Steve Solberg's uh, stuff, and Marty's very good because I cleaned it up for him a little bit, and you know. I'll say something about Marty. Yeah, I think he's funny. He's hilarious. I think he has, uh, material-wise, some of the best material. He's got great patience on stage. He he lets the crowd interact with him, and because he's he's really awkward on stage intentionally. Like you know, you guys say it's all though. That's just who he is. But just from someone that doesn't know him as well as you guys, it just works really well on stage. Yeah, the awkwardness is not intentional. I know, but and it's so yeah, good. But if you don't know him, he's made it yeah. work for him. Right? He's yeah. made it work for him, and he doesn't like. From a positive, he doesn't break from it. If something goes good or bad in his jokes, he doesn't break and, and sort of like crack a smile. He's in it. He doesn't and break from it in good. real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in it. I was in it. Someone was like, he's, that's him. Yes. I've seen people it's come up to him after shows and they're like, oh, hey, how's, that was a good joke. And then Marty says, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and they keep going. <laughs> they expect him to like be this like personal guy. Like, no, that's how he is. So we're going to go to break here in just a second. Andy, why don't you give me dates and times, and then Patrick do the same, and then we'll be right back with both of you. Thursday, 7.30 at Wise Guys West Valley. Yes. Where are you on Twitter? At Andy A. Gold. Sweet. Patrick? I'm uh, Friday night, 7.30, opening for Rob Schneider, uh, Wise Guys West Valley. My Twitter's Patrick in my head. And thank you, Becca, so much for being in studio. We'll be right back. This is OU Radio with KU Internet Radio. Uh, Radio for students, by students. The great Andy Gold is here headlining Thursday, this Thursday at Wise Guys West Valley. Way to go. Yes. Oh, yeah. Marty Archibald opening for you. Boom. Yeah. Patrick Ramirez opening for Rob Schneider this Friday, Wise Guys West Valley. 
Come on out. Go see both shows. Go see Andy and then go see uh, Rob Schneider on Friday. And then Why not, right? Bill Burr uh, Friday, or Saturday. Uh, see, now I got screwed up. My, all my notes he's are Saturday, on my computer. You're right. So. Bill, Bill Burr is doing just fine. Yeah, he's doing just yeah, fine. Yeah, we don't need to take people away from little Andy scrambling like a crazy person <laughs> trying to get 50 <laughs> people in the room to go see Mr. Half a Million Dollar a Year Bill Burr. He's, he's all right. He's all right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we don't need to we don't need to pump Bill Burr. He's fun. <laughs> Can I? I'm, I'm gonna totally eat my words just now. He's so funny though. He's that, so funny. Uh, he's so good. Yeah, go see him. I want to come see me. Like if there's tickets left on Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. But it's only five dollars. You get what you pay for. <laughs> 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 well, you're gonna get five dollars from me because I am going to race from the studio out there. Well, that's very nice of you, Sasha. Yes, sir. A big thank you to Nick Marks from the Big Shiny Robot podcast, website, nerds and geeks. They do a good job. Ex-Secret Service guy. We tried to get him to talk about it, but he denied us. I was bummed. Oh, that'd be really? Right. right? So is Sasha what your real downer. name? Sasha is my real name. Is Sasha, Sasha Elijah. Well, um, you look like an Eric. An Eric? What? I was going to say an Ernie. No, like a, a Viking <laughs> name. Very... Anglo kind of name. Sasha is like like a Jamaican DJ. <laughs> Sasha is uh, Alex. Alexander is the Western name for Sasha. Alexander the Great's name was Sasha. When he oh, when what? he when he Second died, the they day. changed his name to Alex to sound more masculine. Uh, <laughs> oh, I like this name more now. The name Sasha's like got a Sasha great now. name. So Napoleon Bonaparte had an obsession and infatuation with Alexander the Great. He named his daughter uh, Sasha after Alexander the Great, but in French, he dropped the C. Americans had such a hatred for the French and Napoleon specifically, they started naming their dogs Sasha. Wow. (laughs) This one's deep. Where do you come in? Like, your parents just like the sound of it? Sasha is one of the most popular names in the world. I think at one point in the last six years, it was two or three just because of the Alex extension. But it's a Hebrew name. It's a Persian name. My bloodline is all Jewy. It's all Jews. It's all Jewy. And my mother loved that name. It was either it came down to Sasha or Yuri. See, so I, I lucked I, out. Yuri. Your name is yeah, yeah. your name's interesting. It means something. Your parents yeah. gave it thought. Yeah, what about Andy? They just whatever. John, no, Dave, nah, Andy, <laughs> fine. It's just like one of the it's a name, a nothing name. And I, I'm fine with that. I'd rather have a nothing name than, than just, like, some crazy name. What does like it mean, though? Have you ever looked it up? Andy? Like Andrew. I don't, I don't think it means anything. Yeah, every it's name mean has something. a meaning. Wait, I'll look this up. So when I was a kid, I struggled with it because, you know, kids, you know, when I was real little, they go, oh, you got a girl's name. Are you a boy or a girl? Or, you know, they, they tease me with it. And, you know, once I got my first fight, that ended. But Did you beat him up, Sasha? Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's what Good I was job. told to do. They, I was taught, you know, don't let people take advantage of you. Stand up for yourself because if you do it once, mm-hmm. you usually don't have that problem. And I learned that with my son. He yeah. He pushed back on the bully once and has never had a problem. It's, hey, man, whoever said violence doesn't solve anything is just an idealist person that <laughs> doesn't have any concept <laughs> of reality. Yes. You v- violence solves things Andrew for sure. Andrew means man or warrior. Coming from Andros, which is man. 
So, uh, what was I saying before? It's a generic nothing name. Man. It means man. It means a man. By the way, I've never heard a description of a name when you look it up that was anything but positive. I never heard a description Uh, like... Try it. Rebecca is like a trap, a snare. And I was like, thanks. What? That's good. I never heard anyone that was like such and such, you know, janitorial work. Satan. A snare. I think my name is... snare. Defender of the people something like that oh, man it's a good name it's a good, good name. name not if you lived eastward well, alexander was coming to kill you and your elephants yes <laughs> yeah with fear did you see the movie the oliver stone movie with colin farrell i saw that movie it was not the best what name it was pretty long Alex- and the alexander the great movie no i didn't see it. it was super long and scattered but there uh there's pr- pretty cool gory war scenes if you're into that See, Alexander the Great's an interesting caricature because he is a he was you know in in uh, in tale that he was a red haired blue eyed person, and so was King David, King Solomon, and they put a lot of weight on the red haired blue eyed man. Uh, Are your eyes blue? They 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 sometimes depending on mood they 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 go to green they go to blue but they're not really? pure, they're not a pure blue. Your eyes change color? Yeah. You guys, Patrick means nobleman. He is a noble Nice. Man. Noble. Yep. So you're nice. a land owner. With Roman us. society was divided into plebeians and patricians, which were the aristocrats. All right. Sure. That's I like this. So <laughs> in ancient Roman times, like when all the marauders were scurrying about fighting over a sheep's wool, you came in with your fine linens and sturdy wood stick. That's right. And said, hear ye. That's right. I, was like, hey, I came in. I was like, keep it down. Away. Oh, quiet. Everybody be on time, right? <laughs> I would like it to just say uh, Patrick punctual. You know, I'll just take that. Punctual. You know, Patrick. let's not go all highbrow. Just give punctual. me punctual. <laughs> um, but Alexander the Great was Greek. Were there red-haired, blue-eyed Greeks? Uh, sure. I thought they were all Greeky. Uh, if you go to, if you go to, so they all come down from Greeks the look Caucasus Mountains. You know, a lot of they, there's a big trail. See, the in that time there are a lot of dysporias throughout the Middle East and stuff, so people were continually moving up. But if you go to Israel, you'll find a lot of red-haired men, both Palestinian and Israeli. Oh, interesting. Um, if you go to Iran, parts of Iran, you'll see a lot of blonde-haired people, a lot of blue-eyed people. So this myth that everyone's dark below the equator is not the case. Uh, the, the whole world's a melting pot. They My just try to create nationalism to hold us down. Who's they? The, <laughs> the Illuminati. And why would... Uh, <laughs> They, they try to create nationalism to hold us down. Sure. That's a, there's a large argument that uh, nation states and languages are designed to oh, keep. I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's something to it. You know? Yeah. Re- Reinforced division. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, I'm willing to get on board with that. It's hard to govern people, and uh, especially if you bring in materialism and gold and money. I'd make the best oh, king. You would be an awesome king. First move as a king, you would do what? <sighs> First move, have a feast. As no, I'd have a bow and arrow contest. Yes. Okay. The loser, the worst bow and arrow shooter, runs through the field, while the best bow and arrow shooter tries to shoot him. And if he hits him, I marry the dead guy's wife. Okay. And then, <laughs> At first and I then here's here's something to bring down. So where this is going to come around? The hierarchy is going to be based on archery. That's the weapon of the kings. All right. So the best bow and arrow this shooters. This the Robin Hood plot, and then it got way darker. Yeah, the best bow and arrow shooters get the widows 
of the worst bow and arrow shooters. Okay. And then because the women married the bad bow and arrow shooters, they're just like mediocre ladies, right? So they procreate and balance things out and make regular people. And the whole thing perpetuates itself. Forever. With, with, yeah. Equally matched bow and arrow shooters. So that's how it was. I'm going to ask you something. Did you just make that up? No, I've been carrying. Yeah. Of course, I just made that up. Thursday night, 7.30. Come listen to this guy. You make that up and just think of it? Or if you had, like, planned that and been like, yeah, actually. It's kind of like a medieval American gladiators. All week, I'm like, okay, I know Sasha is going to ask me what my first move is when I'm a king. king. Because I'm going (laughs) to ask him about his name. (laughs) And we're going to get into this Alexander the Great thing. (laughs) And then we're going to get into how nationalism reinforces division. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to say I'm going to make a great king. And he's going to hit me with that question. And you're going to be like, I'm going to marry everybody else's wife. I'm going to have this. No, no, no. Marry the wife of the worst archer. No, no, no. But I'm not an archer. I'm the king. Oh. So you okay. get what right. you want, though. Yeah, I get what I want. But it's a great way. Everything is going to be equal. I just want to see yeah. what would happen with your jesters and court chucklers. I wouldn't have any. You would. Yeah, you? I don't see you as a lot of guys around sort of guy. I see you more as a solo act. Solo king. No, I have my inner circle. Okay. I'll have three close friends. And we'll hang out and be super clicky. <laughs> and then all the all the peasants. I'm, let, I'm not going to be oppressive. We won't let Marty in. All, all the peasants are going to be like, Andy and his friends, they don't hang out with anybody. They think they're VIP, cool. <laughs> and th- that's the worst it'll be. That's a lot better than. So where is the kingdom of Andy Gold? Oh, man. Do you, do you invade a country? Do you so start your own? Do you like make Homer up Simpson? a new island or country? The kingdom of Andy Gold is in Yellowstone. I like this. And you okay. have a white buffalo that you ride, right? Yeah, okay. Ooh, I'll take it. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I'll take a white... No, I have six white buffalo that yes. drag me in a sleigh. Do you have a bear? <laughs> oh, oh bear. sleigh. Yeah, yeah. I have a couple Cherry. bear. I have a couple bear. <laughs> and then the peasants get yellow-bellied ground marmots. Those are their animals. Yeah. And uh, that's either... Okay, hierarchy will be based on your pets. All right, and you have to tame the pet yourself. So if you tame a grizzly bear, you get to be one of my friends. Okay? <laughs> but you have to but do it with just your voice and your eyes? No, you, any, by any means, you can get physical with it. But if the best <laughs> Stickler you can with do, the rules over here. If the best you can do is, a, is an otter or a muskrat, then Which you... Which are totally respectable. But you live down in Hayden Valley in the mud, <laughs> made of sagebrush. And I'll live in the, the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone next to the waterfall and have... Like a big castle made of rocks, and so will everyone Not else. Not logs. No, no rocks. Okay. And so will everyone else. The people who would have log homes are people who can wrestle moose, elk. <laughs> the people who can take down bear and bison will live in the rocks. Castles made of rocks. How do you escape when like Old Faithful explodes and kills everybody? Well, that thing goes off like every hour. Yeah, but it's gonna <laughs> go off and kill everyone someday. The big oh, huge. Well, I mean, one. that's the we, we, we'll die. But that's the same problem we have now. <laughs> so we're, you know, uh, <laughs> even now without uh, this rad Enough kingdom, with your silly questions, Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> even now with just Bringing what we geology have now, into this. We'll, we'll die anyway. We'll die anyway. So we're not going to worry about that too much. Got it. Okay. So hierarchy will be based on archery and so will courtship, like what kind of women you get. Okay. What do the women and do though? What do the women do? Like, what's their Hope archery? they don't marry bad archers. How, what, how does their okay. hierarchy work? That's all I always <laughs> Women. Let's see. Okay. So. Because not all women's created equal. Not all women's created equal. If 
how should I break this down in a way that's not offensive? <laughs> All right. <okay. laughs> we got a song uh, lined up uh-huh. over there. <laughs> a woman's value. Comes from how many boys you can bring to the yard. <laughs> no, no. A woman's value is going to be based on what kind of songs she can sing about her surroundings. Okay, so if you're a woman, you just described. Uh, no, no. Okay, listen. You if, just yeah, yeah. Lilith Fair. if you're a woman who's brought up in like the ugliest part of Yellowstone, you live on the rock slides and it's just gray, and you manage to be like a happy, pleasant girl despite that. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're gonna, gonna be you're gonna be archer. elevated to marry a good archer. Wait a second. Or a, mm. what was that? Hold up. But your best archers are top notch, and they have to marry like. The low tier. No, 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 no. No, just the low tier girls that came up from the crappy parts of Yellowstone. I'm following you on this. I got you. But if you're a girl who came up in Lamar Valley where it's gorgeous and you're just this curmudgeon y, just grumpy, slouched thing. You marry a guy who can't shoot a bow and arrow and who can only tame a muskrat. Yeah, but then the highest so dude is going to have to marry her when he kills her husband because he sucks at archery. No, just no, the king marries the archer's it's, 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 wife. It's what? Men's hierarchy, it's based on what you can it's accomplish. So simple. And, and <laughs> archery and, and animal uh, pethood. A woman's worth is simpler. It's based on personality, and then you're given extra points based on your environment that you came up in. Okay. Yeah, I like so, it. So yeah, yeah, and I'll make the decisions. So be like mm. Andy, uh, this lady came up by Old Faithful, where everything stinks like rotten egg, but <laughs> she still, she got still, a smile t- on she her still face. takes care of herself. Still says good morning. Nice. <laughs> she has a good sense of humor, and I'll be like, give her the guy who can get seven out of, out of ten, ten <laughs> bullseyes. So she's a seven. And who, yeah, and who just, just a scale. Yeah, and who just wrestled a badger. Like she'll get a badger guy who's above average on a bow and arrow. So the lady's worth is a good attitude. The better yeah. the attitude, so the more the worth. And, and I'm I'm helping out people that had a tough time with it. So if you yeah. came up oh, I totally with a good environment, all the opportunities, and you're great, you're gonna have to work extra hard. All right, to you know, it's just, it's the same as the schools. <laughs> all right, it's the same like with universities. All right, there's a kid that had a good upbringing, good environment, upper middle class, every opportunity. He's right there with somebody that worked just as hard but had a way tougher time, much more going against him. They're going to be favorable. They're going to be favorable towards the person who came up in the ghetto. And I'll do that with the women in what part of Yellowstone? Based on attitude. Yeah. 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 I grew up in South Dakota. That's right. Okay. That's not in Yellowstone, so you're not part of the kingdom. <laughs> I'm a slingshot and BB gun enthusiast. Is there room in this kingdom for A, a slingshotter, and B, a BB gunner? You're going to have to kill what you eat. All right, we're going to tolerate maniacs just uh, running around. David killed Goliath, and he was a lot of meat. <laughs> so. if, you, if you kill a person. Okay, and here's the thing. So it's a kingdom, right? So we're going to go. I'll have a the wizard. kingdom of Andy Gold. I'll have a wizard. All right. You? Okay, here it is. Here it is. A witch? Oh, yeah, the witch will be the wizard's wife. All right. <laughs> here it is. You, for 24 hours, get the powers of whatever animal you eat. And that's a way to beat the system and go up the hierarchy. So if you manage to kill and eat a bear... 
for 24 hours, you get but all you the powers. You have to I've kill had it. Sharks fin soup, but you have I to didn't eat it. But the there's shark. no sharks in Yellowstone. <laughs> okay, so you have to kill it and eat this bear. Okay. Yes. By the power given to you by the wizard, you got to pump your idea to him. Say I'm a good guy. Here's why you should give me this power. He passes sell you. Sell him on it. You kill and eat the bear for 24 hours. You get the power of the bear, and then you wreak you havoc the for as much as you, as long as you can. Get what you want to get and a higher, okay. better ranking, and any peasant can do that. All right, so everybody is going to be on edge and not take for granted what they have because they know any minute now the wizard can give favor to some peasant. I'm scared of your world. Mm. <laughs> I'm on board 100%. They should charge $8 but Thursday night. You can night. eat an eagle Get and you can fly. Gold. You can eat a squirrel and let's like have awesome climbing power. You can do it for fun too. A trout. You can eat a trout and just swim around. What would you eat right now if you had to pick one, the funnest or most powerful? A bald eagle. I'd eat a bald eagle. I'd eat a bald a bald eagle with a star spangled banner. See now, plant. is that patriotic <laughs> or like? Do you smoke totally it or do you just barbecue it? Oh, I grill it. it. I throw it on the grill. Yeah, yeah you got to be careful with poultry though, grilling it. <laughs> yeah, and then I keep its head on like you do fish. <laughs> yes. no, yeah. it's, it's laid across the table, all all turkey like, but its head is still there. And then do you go all warrior style and have like a talon on your necklace? Yeah. Or do you make a yeah. crown of talons? Just one around a my crown necklace. of talons. I'm gonna be a pretty <laughs> modest king. I'm not gonna be too showy, <laughs> except for my house made of the rocks by the waterfall. <laughs> do you have a king? A king? A cane, like a pimp cane. Do you or have something. a queen? No. Yeah, I have a queen. She is going to be. Or queen. Let's see. 10 out of 10 arrows. <laughs> 10 out of 10 <laughs> arrows. <laughs> All right. She came up in the stinky mud pits. <laughs> okay. Covered like with mud. mud pits. Her dad was just like this piece of garbage who, could, <laughs> who couldn't even tame a bug and didn't even know how to work a bow and arrow. And her mom was just this slothful troll. And, and wow. yet she grew up to be I think I've a gone out with a What's few women name? like this. What? What's her name? Uh, her name is, let's see, let's give her a cool name. Slump Buster. Uh, <laughs> Slump Buster. Her name's Gargantia. I know that girl. It's a take on the word gargantuan because everything good about her is gargantuan, <laughs> but it has an A on it to make it feminine. Her name's Gargantia. Yeah. And then I name <laughs> I name the lands to the east Gargantia, the Valley of Gargantia. <laughs> kind of like my childhood nickname, sort of. What was your childhood nickname? You know, you, you can't tease you us. Can't, you can't it's about as bad as Gargantia. Beatrice? No, Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Chewbacca. That's a good one. Chewbacca. Oh, do we have a promo in the uh, works here? I don't <laughs> go on. She get that Twitter handle. I was <laughs> your Twitter. She'd be great. Tweet at you. Tweet at Chewbacca. Who thought of that one? I don't even know every child. Years behind the Star Wars series, but still. You guys, well, I just typed in Chewbacca, and got no it. one. There's not even one result. Get it? Oh That's my awesome. god! Should not have it said be it your over Twitter handle or something. <laughs> Definitely. Chewbacca. Well, I encourage this kingdom of I'm Andy Gold to be built and established, sir. Ah, uh, be rad. And it starts this Thursday at Wise Guys. The kingdom starts West on Thursday. Valley, yes. where you Lay headline. The foundation. 
That's right. Good job. Marty Archibald opens up for you. I don't know why we have to. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Marty's going to be there. <laughs> Marty's going to be there. Okay. I shudder to know where Marty would be Dude, in the kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Tell me a little of that <laughs> real quick. Let's, okay. Is he even let in? Let's see. Well, I mean, a man's personality, it, it's about what a man can do. And Marty's disciplined. You know, look at the way he takes care of himself. So I think Marty could get good with a okay. bow. But he, he doesn't have the guts to take down. And so he'd be right in the middle because he'd be great on the bow. But the best animal he could take down would be like a beaver <laughs> on land. Oh, I hope he gets Like he would present it to you. He's like, check it out. Pretty good. Huh? I was like, no. I said, yeah. get a buffalo. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he would just walk out. So that was just good. Marty would live in a decent spot, like near West Yellowstone in the forest, and he'd have a house made of Cheese? lodgepole pines. Cheese. <laughs> Ridiculous, Rebecca. Ridiculous. House made of cheese. Get your head in the game. House right. made of cheese. Trying to talk about grilling bald eagles over here. I could see him Talking as silly. your gardener. Say what? I could see him as your gardener or farmer. No way. I, I'm, no I'm, way. I'm my own gardener. No way. I'm my own gardener. Not even. Ask me a question about horticulture. Try me. Ooh, what is a tomato a vegetable or a fruit? It's a fruit. A come on, ask me a real a question. A banana, a question <laughs> or a fruit. A question Sorry, or a fruit? Sorry, a vegetable or a fruit. Let's see. That doesn't have any seeds, does yes, it? Yes, it does. Oh, does it? So it's a fruit. Yeah. A banana does? But I'm talking like trees and shrubs. <laughs> I, I've been working at a garden. I, family owned Teach garden me center. about uh, Japanese maple trees and how much water is okay, needed. Okay, Japanese maples Utah. flourish in the Pacific Northwest. Yes, but they're popular okay. here in Utah. They are popular here in Utah. You want to pop. Plant them on the east side of your house where they're going to get a little bit of morning sun, uh -huh. but shade after that, especially the red leaf Japanese maples. Dig the hole twice as wide as the pot. Okay. Water it every day for the first season. How it's many gallons of water. water? Just stand over it with the hose and soak it. And it depends on your water table. Five to ten gallons. Yeah. I mean, it depends on your water table, too. Okay. Make sure you drench it real good and it soaks good and you see drainage. Mm -hmm. And then don't fertilize it until next year. you got to wait till the roots get established before you fertilize it. Okay. Boom. That's what you do with the Japanese Boom. maple. There it is. Well, I'm a big fan of gardening. Cool. I I just pulled so much grass out of my backyard and planted a garden. Proud of myself. Yeah, I have eggplant, watermelons, pumpkins. Oh, pumpkins. Lettuces, That's cool. Right. All types of stuff. Patrick, you, sir, are yeah. opening up for the great Rob Schneider on Friday at yes, Wise sir. Guys West Valley 730. That's I'm right. excited for you. Thanks. It's going to be fun. I'm going to try to catch that show when I get off of work. Okay, nice. You Over are at there. Patrick in my head on Twitter. Andy is at Andy A. Gold on Twitter. That's right. Rebecca, where can people interact with you? Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. I know a domain name you, you should Twitter. get. Chewbecca. And all you Facebook page. Uh, people tweet at her at a regular Twitter now saying that she has to change her Twitter <laughs> to that name. Yes. Put like the hashtag or whatever the kids do and uh, make it happen. What is it? Uh, Shilasian? Is that, yeah. that what Shilasian? Just don't even follow me, guys. <laughs> and then yeah, uh, support KU Internet Radio. Uh, if they need your help with likes on Facebook and Twitter, K underscore Ute Internet Radio, I think, is where they're at right now. Uh, Thursday, we have a very serious discussion with Mr. and Mrs. Van Heusen. Their son is 16 in prison right now, uh, facing 1 to 15 years in prison prison for uh, home invasion burglary his co-defendants got minor jail time so some people say there's a big injustice going wow. on 
We will do the who, what, when, where, All why. All I hear is this. more people who ain't going to make it to my show. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will be done by 7.30. No, no, I'm talking oh. about the Van Hootens. <laughs> well, tell them to come and enjoy some live comedy. Get this stuff they off should. their mind for a while. They should. And maybe I can go. You've got to laugh. Yeah. That's how you heal. Yes, it is. It's very important it's to laugh. It's the best medicine. Yeah. That's just not Right true after at real all. medicine. But it's fun. Like, laughing's fun and it's cool. So, yeah. So, no, like yeah. Said, we'll be at it. We'll be there. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll bring Keith McDonald and we'll go and. Uh, I'll be there. You're going to go? All I right. Think so. Nice. Awesome. So, we'll be back Thursday, 6 o'clock, 6 to 9. This podcast, I guess it doesn't matter. It'll be out tomorrow. So, peace and love. Peace See and you love. later. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me.